This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, interview with J.H. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Welcome, everybody. This is not the normal Shattered Soulstone podcast. No, instead, this is, uh, I, I guess I guess we would call it, what, a reinvigoration of our interview series, which we only have, what, maybe four or five of now, Jen? Uh, let's see. We, we, I think there's, I know there's three for sure. Maybe four. No, four, there's definitely five. Yeah, I think it's five because we interviewed. Uh, well, we, we we don't need to go through down the list because that right. that would be that would be a little little rude to our guest, which I am super excited because uh, I, I I almost considered opening this interview segment with a welcome to all things wizard or something like that because we have with us a wizard extraordinaire. If you are frequent frequenter i guess i i should say of the diablo fans forums you you probably already know who this is it's uh none other than as archon the wizard would say jaw tech but it's really jage so jage how are you tonight i'm great how are you oh i'm drinking some red red wine so i'm I'm doing pretty good (laughs) i was gonna buy some beer but then i was like eh Nah, I have some red wine at home. Just drink that. And, of course, joining me, which you've already heard, is Jen. How are you tonight, Jen? I'm actually doing good. It's kind of, you know, rare that I'm doing well, but I'm doing well. Yeah, it's a Wednesday night. Neither of our allergies are bugging us. And it's funny. We we actually happened to find somebody on the internet who has allergy problems pretty severe tonight so so if jh if if you need to mute yourself and uh we we happen to call upon you we'll understand okay so, okay, so i can sneeze at will uh sure i, I suppose <laughs> sometimes you can't prevent or help but sneeze at will so we'll just be tolerant right. of that <laughs> yeah well as my wife would say look up and look to the left does that so, work? some somehow it doesn't always work but sometimes it does i'll give that a shot it could be just a placebo effect. Who knows? So let's jump right into the interview. So, JH, what is your history with the Diablo franchise, and what about Diablo originally hooked you? All right. Um, I never actually played the first Diablo game um, because when it first came out, I can't remember how old I was, but I, I had to be in elementary school back then. Yeah, so. probably um, not not a elementary school kid friendly game. No, no, and I actually did not even know Diablo existed until mm, when Diablo 2 came out. And even then, I was still on a tad young side to be playing a mature-rated game. Um, so I mostly watched either older cousins or older siblings of my friends uh, who played Diablo 2. And uh, I think most vividly what I remembered was was um, Walking Cows. Uh, that was yes. uh, one of the most traumatizing experiences for me when I was younger. So I never really got into that game. I did play it a little bit on and off, but I never submerged, um, submerged myself into it. So basically, y- you jumped into Diablo 3 with just a little bit of knowledge of Diablo, and it, it hooked you, huh? Right. So um, when Diablo 3 was first announced, I really did not care about that because um, I never really got into the other games. But... Uh, I've been a longtime Blizzard fan. I played StarCraft, uh, Brood War, Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3, and all their mods. But um, when Diablo 3 first came out, I, I did get it on. Um, I did start it up on opening day just to see what it was all about. And just like everybody else, I got that notorious error. I couldn't really find it. 37. Oh boy. 37. I got as far as creating my wizard, which was my first character, and didn't play until the second day. Mm-hmm. That that sounds that sounds familiar, although I think <laughs> I, I think I got through and killed the skeleton king before I passed out, and which is really sad because I'm on the west coast, and it's like you know I I didn't have to stay up until three a.m. to even try to play. Right there. So the wizard. So did did you end up um, the second day having ten wizards, ten level one wizards? <laughs> no, I had my wizard, and I was actually pretty split on 
um, either starting out as a demon hunter or a wizard because uh, several of my friends who actually convinced me to play the game uh, in the first place, um, they rolled barbarians and monks because I don't know why, but they just wanted to roll barbarians and monks. I had a couple who rolled uh, witch doctors because they wanted to be abnormal, I guess. And um, so that left me with the demon hunter and wizard and pretty much in a flip of a coin, I chose the wizard. Okay, so now that we know about your history with the Diablo game, I'm wondering about your history with the books. There's been quite a few, some of them a little bit more recently, some of them are fairly old. Have you read any of the Diablo novels, or looked at them, or flipped through them? Uh, I know of them. Um, I never really got the time to uh, pick them up and, and uh, uh, immerse myself into it. But uh, there was, which one was it? The Book of Cain or something? Yes. I think that was the one, because I have that on my Kindle. Um, I got the ebook version and I wanted to read it. I think I read through the first couple of chapters and just kind of forgot about it. I remind okay. you, I should probably go back and read that. <laughs> so is it all right? Is it the, the Book of Cain on Kindle or is it the Order? It's probably uh, the Order. It's probably the Order, but yeah. it was heavy in Cain stuff in the beginning. So I was yes, out. yes, yes <laughs> that would be the Order. You're right. Yes, I was, was wondering fun. because. Book of Cain has a lot of artwork, and I'm like, how did they do this on a Kindle? You know, I was really yeah. excited for it there. Bartending book on a Kindle, so wow. about the, that's So what did you uh, think of um, what did what did you think of the uh, Book of Cain since you flipped through that a little bit, or was it the yeah. order you flipped through? You just thought it was Cain heavy, and that was it. I, thought, or? I just thought it was. I thought it was <laughs> a good book about Cain because that was that's really all I got up to. It was just Cain, 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 and. I didn't get too far, as I said. I only read through the first couple of chapters, and I guess I uh, I should have given it more of a chance because I was looking for more uh, action-oriented stuff besides uh, a descriptive uh, depiction of uh, the Chaldeum. I think that was the part I was just talking mm-hmm. about, just desert and hornets. And, this. <laughs> and I just stopped. <laughs> because, uh, I could be playing the game to get the descriptions, so I... You know, I should have given it another chance. I still have my Kindle. So I can always go back and read it. That's understandable, yeah. though. I get why you thought it was the Book of Cain, considering. Yeah. <laughs> because from your perspective, that's exactly what you got. You well, know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is a book that, you know, Cain is the main protagonist in that book. So it's, you know, it, it, it is the Book of Cain, but it's not the Book of Cain. I didn't actually know there was another book called The Book of Cain, so... <laughs> that, that one's yeah. more of a... It's I would almost like a monster encyclopedia. Manual, you know? Encyclopedia. It's got, it's got amazing drawings. It's very much an art book, but it's got some story about, okay, here's this, you know, this character or this primeval or this, you know, angel and who they are and why they matter in the series and all that. And it's pretty darn cool. It's not like, you know, it's not like a novel. Right. You know, I it's think gr- of it as like a, a monster manual from Dungeons and Dragons. It's kind of like that a little bit. Or or even cliff notes to catch you up on the lore of the Diablo universe. Because it, it, it goes into the, the history of the, of, you know, between, um, oh my goodness, I'm totally blanking. It's Anu and, uh, uh, what was it, Tiamat? Tiamat, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah, the Silver Spire and everything, yeah, so... Yeah, JH, if, if you have a chance, and if you if you are inclined to find out more about the actual universe, the lore behind it, to to you know have more flavor while you're playing, to understand some of the uh, motivations behind some of the characters, that's a great primer. It's like a really really quick cliff notes version of to catch you up on Diablo one and Diablo two. So highly suggested. But, yeah, um, yeah, I, uh, I definitely uh, considered stuff like that before. I mean, my resources as of now are pretty much just online wikis that I browse mm-hmm. through occasionally. So I, I'm, just, I'm assuming that they probably got a lot of information from that book. Then. Yeah, and or... I think so, yeah. Yeah. But then, then of course, there's the Book of Tyrael coming out. Oh, maybe. yeah. yeah. Maybe in October. I guess that's why I said Book of Cain. For the yeah. So, obviously, th- this question seems a little... Uh, I guess not redundant, but a little obvious. But um, what character classes are you currently playing? What are your favorite builds and least favorite builds? Uh, I guess I'll put the wizard. Uh, I'll just save the wizard for later because you know I think everybody who knows who I am knows I'm a wizard. Um, but I've been going on and off with a monk uh, since the middle of last year. Um, I actually started a demon hunter as my second class. 
Um, because as I said before, I was juggling between deciding whether to use a Demon Hunter or a Wizard as my first class. So after I got a Wizard to 60, I decided to level a, a Demon Hunter to 60, and I kind of lost interest after after getting her to 60. So I jumped on a Monk instead. Um, the Monk that's actually on my profile right now is my second Monk. I actually deleted my first one because I didn't want to. I didn't want to look at his bald head anymore. <laughs> and, oh. so, so the Monk is actually a. Probably the second class that I play most often. I think mine is Paragon 33 right now. Um, and basically, I geared up a monk, tossed everything out, geared it up, geared her up again, and tossed everything up and geared her up again. I think this will be the third or fourth time I geared her up. So this time I think it's to stay because I don't want to uh, sell everything and probably lose out on money if, if that happens. Mm-hmm. So I'll make do for now. And uh, as for, I do tinkle with the, tinker with the barbarian and witch doctor, now and then. And it was usually for achievement purposes. So after I got the achievements for those classes, I kind of just stopped playing with them. Mm-hmm. So what what kind of monk build My are you using now? Builds. Uh, for the monk, monk I am using. For solo play, the cookie cutter, uh, sleeping wind, thunderclap, mantras, that good stuff. Um, so basically, just blindly hold down left click and just charge through everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the demon hunter, I I believe I have the legacy set on her, the legacy Natalia set. So basically, I I just vault through the entire map without worrying about discipline. And for my barbarian, it's a little more of an oddball because I geared my barbarian with a with the current math set, so he has a thousand three hundred dexterity. <laughs> wow! Um, so basically, it's a it's a it's a barbarian that can't take many hits, but he relies on dodging things. It's a it's a strange one. Yeah. Now, did did that barbarian in any way inspire your ninja build for your wizard? Uh. Yeah, in a way, because actually, um, the ninja build was actually inspired by another player. Um, I believe he got banned after the whole gold problem when Patch 108 hit. Oh no! So he's not—he's not around anymore. So maybe the wizard, this ninja wizard, is kind of like a unspoken tribute to him because he was definitely the first one and one of the probably the only one that I've ever known who geared up a wizard with. More dex, well, almost as much dexterity as intelligence. So I found that to be really interesting. He um, he focused on basically no HP. He had like no HP on his wizard. He ran force armor, and basically he uh, he counted on dodging attacks and healing while he's not getting hit. So I thought that was a really interesting way to play, and I just decided to take it up another another level by changing the entire build around because I think he ran the Archon build. Mm, I see. Wow, that's wow. I I couldn't imagine trying to build up dexterity running as an archon. But yeah, wow, that's that's really really weird <laughs> and yeah, cool. Really, that's actually why I, I that's why actually I geared my barbarian that that way also because I think he inspired me. Uh, if you want to look him up, his uh, battle tag is Will uh, Spark or something like that. I don't I forgot the numbers, but. He's no longer on my friends list. After he, I realized he got banned, yeah, there he goes. <laughs> oh, it's, t- it's terrible. Well, ho- hopefully he wasn't actually knowingly uh, kind, of, kind of exploiting it as, as much as some some other folks out there who may or may not be fans of Princess Bride. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he just got caught in a crossfire and just never got banned. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people did. Especially with the, when gems skyrocketed. Some people got caught in that crossfire because yeah, they're like, oh, hey. But speaking of the auction house, this is a this is a left field question that's not in our interview questions. But um, how did you originally? I, I mean, you you've <clears throat> geared up your tunes multiple times because I, I do remember one time you're on the wizard forum. You're like, I, I I think I'm done. I'm gonna sell all my gear, and then you came back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was yeah that was a very uh. That's a very good memory of mine because I I can't believe I did that and um, I actually um, looked myself up at one point because I want because some people were saying oh he's doing this he's doing this so I was like oh are people talking behind my back are, what are they talking about me so I looked myself up on Google 
And there happened to be this one website that I could not identify who this this random forum person linked my my profile and said, listen, all the people are quitting. Even this guy is quitting. And <laughs> oh, that's my account. <laughs> and and Jen, uh, you're roboting. Based on what I saw, uh, this was back, I have to say, if my memory serves me correctly, back in December, like mid-late December, around Christmas time, uh, that I decided to cash out because my original goal when I was playing towards September, to September around September, um, when I when I was gearing through multiple you know, auction house flips and, and the occasional lucky drop, um, I got to the point where I realized, oh, hey, my wizard's actually not that bad, and um, I'm on the top 20 uh, DPS, whatever ranking, sort of Diablo progress, and I decided to say, oh, I could actually probably chase, you know, chase and maybe have a little friendly competition with other players. And once I got to the top 10 part, and I think this was in September, um, I said, well, hey, why not push a little further and get to top 5 or even top 3? And that's when I actually started investing some of my own money um, for the real money auction house because you know, I was like, hey, I'm working. Um, I, I guess I can treat myself as some entertainment you know, once a month or you know, twice a month mm-hmm. instead of going to the movies, for example. So I was like, you know what? I'll just set my budget that way and I'll just throw a little bit of money in here for fun. And I think in December, early December, when I, when I hit, I think, number two spot, for wizards in the in the U.S., I said, "All right, that's it," because this is getting expensive, and I can't keep this up. So I decided to cash out, and when I did finish cashing out, literally a couple of days after I sold my last piece, uh, Blizzard decides to announce that PvP is coming out, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that drove me to uh, regear with what I made. Um, I believe I cashed out in total, if I converted all the gold, it was about $4,000 back then. Oh my goodness, wow. I made a profit about $2,000, because basically my entire character was one massive flip at mm-hmm. the end. So, I pocketed $1,000, I just put that in the bank, and the other 3000 in excess gold that didn't sell, I basically used that to re-gear completely from scratch, and, uh, and here I am, just going it you know, step by step again since I would say mid-January. Are, are you finding that competitive side of you wanting to climb the uh, charts again? I actually did that again um, March, between March and March and April. Uh, sometime early March, late April, after I gave up on PvP because Wizards just suck at PvP because I stopped caring about PvP. <laughs> but I did care about PvP score, which is also on Diablo Progress. And... Um, that I actually got to the number one spot after I completely re-geared. Um, so at that point, I just kind of just took it easy and just threw on upgrades as as they came along. Um, I believe I'm still in the top five after not trying for the last uh, month or so. Uh, because I made a couple of friends who, I guess, chased after me, who have since surpassed me. So I, I don't... I don't really care because I stopped I stopped worrying about the scores. Right now I'm just building I would say for balance sake. Some people will say PvP score is already a balanced a balanced kind of stat because you have to pump up your DPS, you have to pump up your EHP. Um, but the problem with the EHP score is um, you can get inflated with both dexterity for dodge and vitality for HP. So that doesn't account for the resistance in armor because that's really what matters. Because if you have 200,000 HP and you have no resistance, you're going to get killed anyway in mm-hmm. few seconds. So right now I'm building for, I cut my HP down within the last month or so from 160,000 to 80,000. So um, I feel a lot more comfortable. My DPS jumped from 200,000, 250,000 to right now close to 400,000. So I balance it out sort of, and uh, just playing casually as of now. No more, no more score chasing. It gets expensive. It's an expensive hobby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that's one thing. Um, wait, I, I remember when you were when you were posting back um, when you were doing your Archon build and your crazy unbuffed DPS, and I was like, oh my goodness, there's no way, absolutely no way, because uh, I can't afford to 
use the real money auction house. And being, being the fact that I didn't get into Inferno back when uh, Wizards were able to cheese Inferno. Oh, oh I didn't get to that too, though, either. So, Well, cheese us in which one? The Force Armor thing? Yeah. Yeah, I did not. I missed that by a couple of days, actually. So. <laughs> yeah. But Good or bad, I can't tell. I, I'm sorry. My, my, my son has walked into the room. Yes, Nolan, what is it? Yeah, so I, I, I never... I, I wasn't able to exploit that cheese build and never had luck flipping items and never had luck on the real money auction house. So I've spent my almost the entirety of my Diablo career being super, super poor. And it's, it's only been through the gift of, uh, of some hardcore players who are listeners of the shattered soul stone that gifted me some of their hand me downs where I got a mempo with a 4% crit on it. And I was like, wow, that just buffed my DPS by a whole lot. (laughs) And it's like not, it, it's all this gear that I could never afford because I'm super poor. Yeah, um, that's actually one of the things I'm a little upset about with this game because, um, again, I have no D- uh, Diablo 2 much to, to compare with. So I don't know how the economy was like in that game. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to say for that. But um, I actually have a few self-found friends um, on my friends list. And I do, you know, keep tabs on them to see how they're how they're doing once in a while uh, but that's actually one thing i really want to do in this game is to find my own gear but given the current state of the game and how things how uh, how items are rolled in the first place it's really not likely um some people say oh hey you know if you if you use the auction house you know obviously you're not going to find an upgrade in the game because everything you find in the auction house is probably going to be better right off the bat. Now, the problem with that is um, I can walk into Inferno with uh, 10,000 DPS, which is what I did when I first got into Inferno. I literally had uh, about 10,000 DPS uh, with less than 20k HP. Yeah, so, that sounds about right. Yeah, so I actually resorted to using the auction house then uh, for the very first time because, well, there was, there was that giant massive wall that you can't get past. But um, other than that, there just wasn't any sort of upgrades that I got. Um, I think I gave it about two to three weeks of grinding Act 1 uh, Inferno when, when, I was, when I first got there, and it was not working out. And um, So I resorted to buying a couple of weapons off the auction house, a helm here, a chest here, until I managed to you know, barely squeak by the Butcher um, with my 20,000 DPS. Um, I know three weeks is actually, I think, will be a very long time to not get any sort of upgrades whatsoever um, on your on, on first playthrough. So I can't mm-hmm. imagine what it's like now with uh, so many items inside the auction house already that's readily available. Um, unless they change uh, the way items actually drop in-game and what stats can actually roll on them. I don't see people ever stop using the auction house. Yeah, well, I, I think definitely on the softcore side, it, it it's pretty easy to get yourself to the point where you can just face roll through Inferno, even on like MP2, MP3, because uh, upgrades, if it's not a perfectly rolled item, it's super cheap on the auction house. So it's it's pretty easy to find upgrades. But then it's like when you when you go to take your gameplay to the next level you know say say you're tired of doing mp3 and you want to jump it up pieces start costing a lot yeah um i talked to one of my friends about this before and uh he was i would say he just got into the wizard class i think a couple of months ago he's actually doing pretty well now but when he first started out he was like oh i'm gonna make a self-bound wizard i'm just gonna you know allocate whatever i find i'm just gonna allocate whatever i find on my other classes in my wizard and i said sure go ahead and go you know, ask and just ask me if you want you know any help. And um, he started off by funneling crafts, some other items, some lucky finds that he got from his other characters, and he was doing okay. Um, but then he said, "I can't do this anymore." So he jumped into the auction house and say, "I want to play on MP3 with an archon." That's okay. That shouldn't be too hard. And he picked up. I think he spent about less than five million gold to gear up a MP3 viable archon, and. At, after that, he says, "Okay, now I need to spend fifty million to get to 
Mm-hmm. Now I need to spend two hundred million to get the MP6, and then I think uh, I think right now uh, that's the case, especially for wizards, um, because Archon I think is notoriously expensive compared to other classes or just other builds in general. If we're talking about uh, Shocknado shards builds, those CM builds, um, those you can gear up quite easily and still be <laughs> MP10 viable. And I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, as as long as you don't mind either um, wearing a wrist brace or <laughs> developing carpal tunnel, or yeah, or... I'm actually selling off my uh, my SNS set right now because I don't have a use for it. Because now that Archon can be played in multiplayer, I don't really need to use uh, that build for multiplayer games. So I'm just kind of selling it off. Just sell, I just sold my wand, my Chantoto's wand, for one hundred one hundred dollars. Oh wow. <laughs> wow! Uh, I mean, I think it's worth it. I got it for two billion <laughs> in the gold auction house. With two billion is what, like fifty bucks now. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good flip. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good flip right there. Yeah. Stories I, I, like that just amaze me because I've never messed with the auction house, and um, I'm dyslexic. And for me, it comes out with numbers. I can't process numbers very easily and compare them. So when I hear stories of people doing all this cool stuff in the auction house, it's like opening up a whole new world that I'll never get into. You know, it's pretty yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah, you have no idea. You want to guess how much my axe cost? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no way of um, comprehending that. Uh, I'm gonna my say axe, over two billion. No, uh, it's forty billion. Yeah. Forty. Wow. Um, yeah, I sold my old sword for thirty billion to one of my friends, and I used my whatever I had left to rip that off to somebody else. Don't ask why. I mean, I. <laughs> it's just something that felt right at the moment. <laughs> well, what, w- once you get to that level, you know, it, it, it. I, I guess, and and if you know how to flip items and you know what items are worth, it. It can be somewhat easy to uh, make lots of lots of gold, and then uh, not really have much use for it other than trying to buy those items that are worth way more than two billion gold, at least now. Yeah, yeah. I I've, I've sort of uh, calmed down on that in the last couple like couple of weeks or so, month or so. It's June, right? So probably the last month or so, I stopped really stopped doing that. Just gonna wait for the itemization patch in the future, and hopefully yeah. makes uh, making a uh, self-found items. Something that's actually possible. Over so, extended time. here, here's a quick follow-up question. Um, how how much gold do you actually have on on your account now? At the moment, at the moment, I have exactly two billion seven hundred four million nine hundred thirty-seven thousand six hundred fifty people. Wow. That's what I have at the moment. And it's so, actually been sitting there for like the last month. <laughs> so, so yeah, you 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 spent most of your gold on that axe then. Yeah, I mean, I got thirty billion from selling my uh, my old sword, uh, which was actually the number one rated sword in the in the in the country. So, I I could have gotten more for it, but one of my friends has been bugging me for it since for like the last two months. So I was like, you know what? Here, take it. You know, I got it for fifteen billion, so I'm flipping it on you for double. Uh, but you don't know that. <laughs> so he doesn't know <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> Unless well, he listens to this, then he might pick yeah. it up. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, unless he listens to it, he'll know. Uh, I don't think he'll mind. Um, he said he said he'll pay thirty billion anyway, so it's not like I asked for thirty billion. Right. Well, that's man, that's unfathomable right now for me. But um, I I did want to jump back really quickly and let you know that um, I I did a self found wizard in hardcore. And I got all the way to Act 2 Inferno. And I probably would have gotten all the way to Act 4 and completed Inferno had it not have been for the fact that I ended up aggroing three champion packs in the Black Canyon Mines and then died. <laughs> so, it it oh, is yeah. possible. It's very, it's excruciating though, trying to make that jump from Hell to Inferno. So it, it can be done. It's just. I, mean, I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's reminiscent of. Uh what the original Inferno used to be and right, yeah. back May and June 2012. I, could, I have a feeling. I, I know I definitely died multiple times when I first started Inferno. Not in hardcore, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if I did hardcore self-found, I probably would have died uh, way before you did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let, let's, move, let's move on with the interview. Um, so 
how often do you still play Diablo 3? Obviously, um, as you've already said, you've you've moved it back a couple notches and you're playing more casually, but what does that translate into? How many hours um, per week? Yeah, my version of casually is not uh, stalking the auction house. That's my version of casual. Okay. Which is just mindlessly uh, start up a game and just hold down right-click until I get bored. And <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's my way of playing casually. Um, or hop on my monk. You know, punch a few things and uh, maybe jump into one of my friends' games um, because I never have quick join on because sometimes I get people I don't want to play with. Um, especially I I I don't I don't mean to offend like um, if any of my friends listen to this uh, I don't mean to offend them but uh, <laughs> there are some player players on my list that are clearly not cut out for higher uh, MP builds MP levels and they frequently jump into my games. Uh, if I have quick join on, so there's a reason why I turn it off. So, so I join. I usually join my friends' games if I want to play multiplayer. Uh, casually, yeah, just right click, right click, read a book, right click. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the extent of it. Just staying away from the auction house because if I do see something, for example, on the real money auction house that I could use, uh, it's that's just bad news. Uh, I. <laughs> I because I'm a I like minimizing and maximizing my stats. So if I do see something that's of use and I think it's a good, the uh, quote unquote deal, um, I would probably just jump right on it. So I'm staying away from that. Mm-hmm. Probably sage advice right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't want to go back to uh, uh, my PayPal uh, account and see how much I spent in the last three months or so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I bet that would be painful to discover. Uh, yeah, uh, it wouldn't be backbreaking, but it probably would. Uh, I probably would frown at myself just a little. Well, you you just have to you know remember that you basically doubled your money on what you originally invested. So you're you're playing with house money, right? Uh, that's probably gone by now. But uh, <laughs> if I do sell everything again, I could easily make that back. So I guess all the money invested is literally on my wizard right now. So. I'll see it. I'll look at it that way, I guess. Well, there you go. You know, a positive view, I think. (laughs) So considering all of this, everything that you've done in Diablo 3, um, what's your favorite part about the whole game? Like, are you, is it, is it the real money auction house, even though it sometimes sounds frustrating? Is it the story? Is it the difficulty levels of different things? Um, You didn't seem to like the PVP, you know? Is it the loot you found? What's your favorite part? And then conversely, what's your least favorite part of the entire game? Um, What I've seen so far right now after playing over a year, the the combat part, I'll have to say, um, the graphics. um, Some people don't like the music, but I actually like the soundtrack. For this game, um, so the soundtrack, the the blood and gore, um, splashing around, um, the lighting, the spell effects, um, graphics is big on me. So that's the reason why I couldn't go back to D two and D one uh, right now because mm-hmm. just you know it's uh, it's eye cancer in a way. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> it, it, but I agree. Me, it makes I, your eyes I, bleed trying to play those now. <laughs> I have I have a huge amount of nostalgia for playing Diablo 2, but I it's kind of hard to go back because it's like 800 by 600 really really yeah. oh yeah so it's hard. I actually have the Diablo 2 game that came with um, the collector's edition, um, so I actually installed it on my computer and tried going back into it. I I rolled a sorceress, no mm-hmm. I tried, and no I can't I can't look at it. <laughs> wait, wait. There, there are other classes than just the sorceress in Diablo Two. That's what I've heard, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best answer we're ever gonna get. <laughs> That's perfect. So, what, what is your fondest uh, Diablo Three moment overall from the past year? The past year, uh, there are. I probably have a few um, off the top of my head. Um, getting my first set item was definitely a big for me. Well, actually, my first legendary item that I got when I was leveling up my wizard for the first time. You know, how many? How long ago was that? Um, back in hell mode, I got hammer jammers. Uh, <laughs> you can't touch that. <laughs> nope. And, um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, hammer jammers off of uh, a regular Herald of Pestilence 
uh, back in Act 3, I believe, Fields of Slaughter. Um, Hellmode, right? So, in Hellmode, Act 3, Fields of Slaughter, Random Herald decided to drop a hammer jammers on me. And I just could not let it go because um, back then, you know how hard it was to get a legendary item. Mm-hmm, yeah. Drop rates sucked. Which was ridiculous. So I got that. Um, my, my, my little brother was actually with me at the time. He was, uh, he was playing League of Legends. And he heard me, like, basically yelp out, saying, Oh, it's a legendary. Um, I almost missed it because there was no glowing light. There was no sound effect. And I basically just ran over it without realizing that it was legendary because I never saw one before up to that point. And um, that was probably one of the best memories in the beginning. Um, I got a set item not too long after I got into Inferno. Uh, got Natalia's soul, which was the legacy uh, Demon Hunter boots. Mm-hmm. And that's a close second because, you know, after you saw you know, Legendary for the first time, you see a green item, you go, oh, yay, never saw this before. That was memorable. After that would probably be the uh, Whimsy Shire because I did not know of its existence until my friend invited me into his game. And he said, oh, let's join my game. You want to just run together? And I said, sure. Joined his game and bannered to him and for some reason I was surrounded by clouds and flowers. <laughs> was you're, you're like, wait, what happened here? My little pony yeah. went. I took a screenshot because I was like, what is this? You know, <laughs> I've never seen anything like this before. And you know, looking back and taking back on the the secret cow level for Diablo 2 that, that traumatized me so much when I first saw it back then. Uh, this was not traumatizing. This was actually a little sickening compared mm. to the compared to the cow level because of all the pink flowers and everything. After that will probably be clearing uh, Inferno Diablo. That was probably in June, I think. Early early June, early mid June. So was that was that before the first the real first small nerf to Inferno? I yeah, this is before Inferno nerf. This was actually probably right before it, as in a couple of weeks before they patched it. Uh, I believe I was up until like dawn trying to kill Diablo because it took me like five, six different tries, and each try lasted about twenty minutes each. Oh wow! So that was that was a rough ride. It was actually I enjoyed it. You know, it was it was actually epic. Like you're, I was running around, I was kiting, I was dumping Blizzard and Hydras around, and using Seeker missiles. You know, things that people just don't do nowadays unless you're just starting out for the first time. But that was actually a lot of fun. I actually missed that uh, that feeling. You know, you could argue that, you know, after you see the auction house, I'm probably never going <laughs> to get that feeling back ever again. Right. Um, aside from that, I don't know, hitting 100,000 DPS, hitting 200,000 DPS, uh, it started getting trivial after that point. So right. after, after the first time, those, those are my fondest memories. Those are pretty good. That was, a long time. I, was like, I was like a year ago, so I haven't had any fond memories since then. <laughs> yeah, well, it I, it's understandable. I mean, the the game kind of soured for a little while, and then it recently with 107 and more so in 108, the game's become a lot more fun again. Uh, definitely. I agree with that. Especially this last one, because I was considering cashing out again uh, sometime halfway through 107. I was like, ah, I've seen it all. I've been through it all. I probably take a break, and you know, before I cashed out this time, they decided to announce that they'll fix Archon and make it viable in the multiplayer version. So, oh, guess what? I'm not cashing out then. Guess I have to play some more. So, uh, I have a few more questions. Some of them are a little redundant, so I'm going to skip those. But um, let's go back to uh, you know your your early days in Diablo three. What what kind of builds were you running through like in normal Nightmare Hell and then Inferno? If if you, can, mode, if you can re- if you can recall, um, normal mode, the first playthrough definitely into normal mode. I was not really focused on um, the build itself. I was not focused on uh, stats in general. I was kind of just enjoying the story, uh, listening to every single dialogue, talking to every single NPC. You know how you, how you would play an RPG normally. Mm-hmm. You know, look through every single house, flip through every single journal, listen to all the lore. Um, after normal was done. Or nightmare, nightmare. Or probably, I probably ran uh, spectral blades a lot back then because oh, that that sounds that sounds so familiar. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, I got that originally because uh, I was playing public games and this one wizard jumped in and was just hacking and slashing everything. And I was like, oh, what is that skill? I've never seen it before. And 
you know, you unlock it in normal mode, but I just never really looked at it until then. And I thought, oh, this is a pretty cool ability, you know, it's a little more risky because you're always in, in the, the enemy's face, but I ran that for a while. Um, other than that, will probably be probably be like electrocute, you know, fork lightning, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Up until hell mode, probably juggle between Hydra, Blizzard. I, I think I'm not sure, but Hydra and Blizzard was definitely more uh, towards the latter half, like hell mode, when things start getting a little little dicey. Mm -hmm. um, Having to kite all the time, yeah, kite and relying on you know secondary like sustained damage over time instead of you know throwing magic missiles around. I think that's I think that was what I ran. Uh, if memory serves me correctly. So, in those early days, um, I I don't really remember how active you were on the Diablo fan forums, or if you were active on other forums or other message boards, not necessarily related to Diablo. But um, did the community like spending time there was that was that helpful for you in the very beginning? Oh, definitely. Um, I was posting on the official forums um, ever since the end of May 2012. Um, I might have been on my StarCraft 2 uh, account, so you probably can't see any of those posts right now. But, yeah, so I basically chipped in my thoughts uh, because I think the vast majority of players, I would say 99% of the players back then were struggling through uh, Inferno or like late hell, early Inferno. So I usually just chipped in. I, uh, I bragged about my 25,000 DPS <laughs> and uh, saying, oh yeah, you don't need you don't need 40k HP, you only need 20,000 to get past. Um, so basically I chipped in my, my opinions back then, um, tried to absorb uh, the opinions of and recommendations of people who got past Inferno already then. Um, so that was the extent of uh, my interaction with uh, the community back then. Um, I did not join Diablo fans until probably October 2012 um, after I was already well well like immersed inside the game and minimizing and maximizing all my stats so yeah it definitely helped a lot to get started uh, reading the posts of others um, that's actually one of my uh, that's actually why I had a little pet peeve which is um, people hopping on the forums and basically saying help me help me mm -hmm. um, I don't know what to do um, you know, everybody started out, you know, from from scratch at some point or another. Um, everybody started out from scratch. Um, everybody either had to discover things on their own or learn about it through, you know, material resources online. And there was this one time on the official forums in the Wizard forum, which I'm pretty, I'm very active in as well, uh, next to the Apple fans. Um, but this guy came along and. Um, People were discussing different. Like, people were kind of well, they were kind of theory crafty, but they weren't really. They were just talking about mechanics. And this guy comes along and said, um, "Hey guys, you know what should I do for my next upgrade?" And people say, "Oh, get this, get that. You know, upgrade your weapon to this." And he says, "He says, what's a black weapon?" And you know, I don't hold it against people who don't know what a black weapon is, um, but the information's out there. It's been uh, beaten to the ground. Um, mm -hmm. It's constantly past three, four, four months, and basically, I jumped in and I felt bad for the guy because I basically just put him up on a stake and like on a burning stake and just, just targeted him. But I said, "Don't you know? No, no uh, ill intentions. I just want to point. I just want to use you as an example. But if you lurk in the forums or if you use Google." Um, if you have any questions on anything in this game, if you type it into Google or you type it into the forums, there are dozens of pages uh, that talk about the same thing. And I showed them as an example, a black weapon is, you know, not, not an elemental weapon. I told them that you need a black weapon because right now there's an ongoing bug with uh, elemental bonuses that basically, you know, pumps up your weapon like crazy, uh, depending on the bonus. But um, yeah, all these answers, they're right there. People talk about the same things over and over, such as if I have a cold Taurasian's uh, allegiance, uh, does cold blooded work? Uh, no, it doesn't. That's been beaten to the ground as well. And I basically, whenever that's, that happens, I go back to all the posts that I commented in that talk about the same topic and just quote every single answer that's you know, essentially the same thing and just copy and paste it. You know, hopefully, people will 
see this often enough and understand. I know it sounds kind of like elitist <laughs> in a way, but uh, <laughs> well, it's but, it's understandable when when somebody comes yeah, in you're answering the same questions. Yeah, you're answering the same questions, you know, day in and day out. It kind of gets a, a little a little tiresome and a little irritating at some point or another. Same thing with um, should I use a ruby or an emerald? <laughs> Is life well, that... better or life steal for better for Archon? That's actually the reason why I wanted to um, create a, a video guide for Archon. Uh, that's actually what I'm working on right now. Um, I don't know if you if you know because I think I posted it multiple times on Diablo fans. Yeah, that uh, that you're working on it and that it's not quite done yet. No, it's uh yeah, I, it's uh, a <laughs> it's a uh, it's very taxing. I have like a an hour into it and I'm still not done yet. So. Oh, believe me. Um, when, when it comes to editing, I know how painful that is. So, what sparked you to um, start? Uh, I remember when you did your um, what was it? Your wizard gear guide back on Diablo fans. Uh, what? What? Oh yeah, that massive guide. Yeah. What? What inspired you to do that? Other than probably the fact that you're getting tired of people asking all these questions that they could find the answers to if they just did a little bit of searching. Uh, that's actually the primary reason. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> secondary reasons will probably just, you know, I want to help, you know, I just want to help out, contribute a little bit, so I, I did that, and I figured that was the best way to, uh, to contribute, uh, to answer people's questions, but yeah, the, I will say, uh, 99% of my motive was just to sort of say, stop asking the same questions, here's your answers, but, and then to get that thread sticky, that way it would be a little more obvious, that way people didn't have to actually use the search feature. Well, there's a, you know, the sticky that's on right now is um, someone someone else posted a, a gear guide and he basically uh, drew a lot of information out of my guide so I just basically say here's your project you can update it as you see fit but I'm not touching my guide anymore because I realized back then that if you're using the auction house prices keep changing and there's just no way that I can say if you have a 5 million budget do this if you have a 10 million budget do this there's just no way I can do that so yeah not not anymore at least okay so um let, let's let's get to the end. The, the last few questions here. Um, what are your opinions on the wizard right now? Where where do you see the class? Um, let's see. Um, I mostly played solo for the, much of the past year until pretty much until this patch. I played mostly solo, but um, right now I think wizards are in a pretty good shape. Not as in poor of a shape as demon hunters, but probably out of the five classes, they would probably be the fourth most effective if you're not relying on a permanent permanent freeze and whatever uh, mm -hmm. builds. if you're not using that build I would say it's probably towards the bottom of all the other classes because they buffed up demon hunters and rapid fire is basically like like Archon channeling and it just blows Archon damage out of the water uh, because of how strong it is to make Archon's wizards viable I would say the damage has to be at least double to 600% or 300 um, just compared to hammer uh, hammer barbs and uh, bell barbs or, or the recently buffed uh, bats witch doctors in a way yeah the multiplayer perks were a, a buff on its own for Archon but that's just for Archon other than that uh, there's really can't say there's much else that wizards can do besides um, relying on channeling spells which is bad on its on its own um, mm -hmm. either disintegrate or if you're using arcane torrent. I know a lot of people have been using arcane torrent recently, but but even then, um, the strongest one I think was Death Blossom builds. Uh, those are random projectiles, so it's not like you can match up with a, a Bats Witch Doctor, which is not random. You just jump into the middle of a pack and just burn everything down. You actually have to rely on some luck with arcane torrent. And yeah, so aside from those channeling builds, um, you saw my, my uh, Ninja Wizard build. That's a uh, that's actually MP10 viable. Uh, viable as in it works. Uh, you just might fall into a, uh, fall into a coma if you're playing because nothing dies uh, fast mm -hmm. enough. So it, everything in the, to an extent works. But if you're talking about like efficiency compared to the other classes, uh, wizards are pretty much near the bottom next to uh, next to demon hunters. With that, uh, I mean obviously. We have a lot of what we, as in wizards, because <laughs> I, I, I really, other than the throwing barb, um, I, I don't really play a whole lot of a whole lot of other classes. Um, it's like a, a lot of builds that were 
I mean, there's there's a lot of fun, weird builds that are viable, but they're not viable like in high MP levels. So it's like, well, it's fun, but in order to, I, I mean, even your ninja build, I mean, how how much is that gear worth in order to even run in MP7 where it's somewhat efficient? Well, if you discount the the visual effects of it, because I purposely threw on gear that to make to make it look on it like a wizard. You know, you don't have to use those gear pieces. I actually, uh, in a way, um, crippled myself by using those pieces, mm-hmm. especially the helm, uh, the chest, and stuff like that. And total amounts that uh, uh, gold that it amounted to wasn't so bad. It was definitely less than um, less than one billion. Um, aside from the dagger, because the dagger itself I used for other purposes, I decided to throw it onto it because that dagger is actually really expensive. Um, so you don't have to use a dagger, you don't have to use that helm. Or if you just want to use that particular build, it should be pretty good. I mean, I did something like that before uh, on MP10 with um, Spectral Blades and Blizzard instead of you know what I have for that ninja build. But it's the same concept. Um, you run around in circles and you just kite and slash mm-hmm. or other builds yeah i agree that they're not they can be used on mp10 to an extent but they just don't match up with other builds i mean if you're having fun you know go for it that's uh, that's the bottom line right you just gotta have fun right so okay let, let for a second let, let's imagine that you have a direct direct the direct ear of a, a diablo 3 developer what what would you suggest that they do or at least look at for the wizard class and, and where where would you like to see them take the wizard class in the future um <clears throat> at this point like at this very second uh since we know that there may be a Banarcon nerf in the in sometime in the future i would say i'm fine with nerfs for archon just you know if you want to nerf it nerf the duration of it so make a cap at 45 seconds or something instead of like two minutes i'm fine with that but if that's going to be the case uh, something has to be buffed up to balance it out. Like I said before, I would definitely like to see the damage double for Archon in particular, because that way you can actually balance it out with damage on for other classes, such as Witch, Witch Doctor or uh, a Rapid Fire Demon Hunter. Other uh, spells like Meteor, I mean, a, a lot of people just love Meteor, except it's just not very reliable. Um, considering it only does, what, 300% damage, uh, compared to a monk's bell that does what 800 percent, mm-hmm. and it's the same concept except it costs more resources. Uh, it has a delay before it lands. We actually have to aim it and time it, and it does less damage, which makes no sense whatsoever. Um, arcane orbs. Uh, I compared arcane orbs before to uh, uh, it's like a ranged version of uh, hammer of the ancients because it's basically just a straight uh, straight nuke that hits in a small area. Um, but hammer of the ancients does more than 400% damage, plus they increase in damage with, uh, I believe, crit chance, I think. So that, uh, to me, seems a little unfair. I mean, even if your wizard is, is ranged compared to a, a, a melee barbarian, the damage differential is just way too big. Uh, they should at least buff up the arcade orbs to 350 400% to make it at least uh, worth looking at. Uh, basically, damage output all, like everywhere across you know, all the skills has to be increased because right now, wizards, you know, they're glassy in general, unless you uh, build a certain way. They're glassy, they don't do that much damage compared to other classes that are equally geared. So, if I want to talk to a developer, just pop up damage, you know, damage all across the board because that's really what wizards need right now. And and maybe change some of our passives, like conflagrate, make, make, or um, uh, conflagration is uh, actually really nice. I actually like where it is right now. Um, but how many? But there's what? Maybe what? There's four or five skills with runes, uh, or, or that are runed <laughs> that can make use of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because everything is arcane or or like light. Um, so uh, there's all lightning spells. So paralysis needs to get looked at definitely. I think the developers are just afraid that they're going to have like a second uh, perma perma lock kind of build next to a Breeze Wizard. So it'd be uh, so yeah, much more fun. <laughs> they nerfed the uh, Living Lightning early on just because of paralysis. So yeah definitely increase that a little bit because I think a lot of people like to see that as in you know there'll be still still people uh, still be people using SNS wizards and freezing stuff. 
So that would definitely increase diversity if people just don't want to freeze things. They'd rather you know, shock things instead. Uh, conflagration, yeah, now that you now that you mentioned it, there are only a few fire spells other than you know, meteor and like firebolts and like what else? Uh, <laughs> spark, let's see. Spark flint, if that counts. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm amazed that there wasn't a rune for magic missile to turn it into a fireball. Yeah. Um, or a keen orb. Are, yeah, the fact that there are two lightning-based signature spells made no sense to me, so. Mm-hmm. Was it, there was arcane one, two lightning ones, and uh, non-elemental one special blades, so. Yeah, I guess you got special blades to uh, <laughs> use as lightning if you want to throw on something lightning-based. I mean, fire-based, not lightning. Passes, yeah, they can get, they can definitely do some tweaking because right now people just run glass cannon or, like, critical mass. Definitely critical mass. Uh, that needs to get looked at. I don't mind them tweaking that just a little bit to make it still usable, but not, you know, not to be totally relied upon. Cold-blooded, yeah, cold-blooded. Blur, I guess, if people aren't tanky enough. Blur is kind of boring, I would say. Yeah, Blur, Blur should give you, like, um, not, not necessarily your your teleport or um, uh, the clones, but your image clones, but may, maybe like kind of a shadowy effect. Yeah, maybe, yeah, I, I would say um, that, maybe you give it some passive uh, dodge, if you're blurred, you might, you know, dodge things more often. So that would probably be a neat addition. I'd use it if, uh, <laughs> I'd use it more often if there's dodge included. Power hungry is kind of boring. Uh, if power hungry is something more besides replenish your arcane power on health globes, I see some more use for it. Unstable anomaly, you know, it's fine, I guess. But it's yeah, not I'm as like, it's like, not as good as a spirit vessel. Spirit vessel, yeah. A near death experience. Yeah. Galvanizing ward. A lot of classes have life percent, a life percent regeneration, not just a flat number, and that's what galvanizing ward does, which makes no sense to me. Because if you think about it this way, if somebody like me who have eighty thousand HP, uh, six hundred HP per second is not really going to cut it. You know, better off just running nothing, healing off the health globes. Yeah. If it cheated to a life a life percentage thing, it might make a little more sense. Well, I, I have a random question. Okay. Totally out of the blue. I was just wondering. Um, now, I don't really play Wizard very often at all. I mostly play the Barbarian, and then I play the Demon Hunter sometimes, too. Um, I was wondering, from the perspective of playing a Wizard, is there a zone in the game that's just a whole lot more fun than the others, if you're playing a Wizard? Um, back before they patched uh, 108, um, if you see, everybody knows uh, the Alkaizer run, just act three over and over and over. But other than that, um, I did full clears uh, in my terms of, of fun. I just basically just ran around the entire entire uh, map. Um, sometimes I'll just start at the first quest and just quest my way through instead. Um, basically, just pretend I'm doing this for the very first time, even though I'm not. Um, just exploring every dungeon, uh, flipping every body, opening every chest. Uh, it was it's a lot more fun once you hit a paragon hundred because you don't have to compete with your friends uh, who's leveling up faster or who's being more efficient. Uh, once you hit paragon hundred, you're free to do whatever you want. Technically, you just play to play. So uh, right now, um, after they patched it, uh, I I like how you really don't have to seclude yourself into any one route uh, to get the most out of anything. You basically just run around and farm freely. Um, such as Act One, you have uh, what the crypts, the woods, uh, the hollow area, the fields, uh, the halls. I mean, that's pretty much all the big spots in the in the in the Act anyway. So you just go wherever you want. You can farm wherever you want. Act Two, same thing. Uh, the oasis, the Black Canyon mines, the vault. If you want to go look for it, um, and uh, yeah, and sometimes there'll be these uh, random dungeons that spawn and. You say, oh, I haven't, I haven't gone here in a while, or I haven't gone here since they patched it, I wonder how the density is here, and you're just off exploring again, like you're playing it for the first time. Uh, I, I don't know if they'll say the same thing, you know, two months down the line after you uh, repeat it a hundred times over, but right now, I'm pretty uh, pretty content with how things are, because you, you can do, technically do whatever you want. Wait, I'm not sure wait. if I answered your question properly. <laughs> I think you did pretty well, yeah. I think you did. I was kind of leaving it open for however you wanted to interpret it, so I think you did, you gave us a good answer, very descriptive. Anything, anything, anywhere that there's no wasps. Let's put it that way. 
I don't mind wasps. Wasps are fun to burn down. I mean. <laughs> or actually, wasps are fun if you use Wave of Force because then, then yeah. you, can, you you can kill them with their own their own little spawns. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if you have this kind of a this is how you play, but sometimes I'll be speeding through the the map trying to like hunt down elites instead of the trash. If I if I just feel like I I need to go elite hunting instead of doing whatever I'm doing. Uh, but if something touches me, I have to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, fair enough. I mean, if it hits you, you got to retaliate, right? Yeah. So, yeah, one of my friends actually was arguing me, were arguing with me about how to be the most efficient running different routes, and he said, "Oh, run, teleport, scramble, archon. You know, just run around the map and just burn down the leads and just teleport your way around and keep burning things down." And I told him I can't do that because if I keep teleporting, something's gonna hit me, and if they hit me, I have to kill it. <laughs> 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 that's fair enough so does that you know talking about you're talking about efficiency and different things that in part of what you just said and it's clear that you do pay attention to efficiency in um diablo 3 and you know maximizing things and all that kind of stuff does is this something that you do outside of the game do you do this in other video games do you kind of do this in life how does that work for you as efficiency goes in real life, it's probably just more like multitasking. It's not really like I have to go this way. I have to, I have to put this down first before I go here. No, not like nothing like that. I mean, other games. Uh, I mean, the only other games I play from time to time. I mean, most of my time is on Diablo Three right now, uh, not other games. But uh, for the other games I play, I wouldn't say so. Um, I play StarCraft Two. I stopped playing uh, Dota. I played Dota for a while, and I don't know how you can. Uh, interpret efficiency in that game, but I think it's a it's more of a Diablo three thing. It's a, the whole efficiency thing. Something I picked up through the game, I think, after uh, playing for so long. See, I was wondering about that because I think that a lot of people do get like super interested in efficiency and that type of thing with D three, and I've always wondered like, are they like this outside of the game too? You know, <laughs> so it's it's just neat to hear that perspective. Well, actually. Um, I would say it's more of an RPG thing. So if it's an RPG kind of game, yeah. Now that I think about it, if it's an RPG kind of game that you you want to uh, you want to collect materials, like like uh, synthesize items or whatever, craft items, or if you want to grind a certain way, yeah, I think efficiency does play it. Uh, it's mostly for RPG. So you know, what was the last RPG I played? Probably like Final Fantasy Thirteen. That's probably the last RPG I played. Oh my goodness, Final Fantasy Thirteen. I have very not good opinions on that game, but um... yeah. Uh, I mean, did you play the second one? The, uh, 13 2? Yeah. I, I, I have it. <laughs> Haven't played it, though. Okay, yeah, I think uh, 13 2. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you, but um, the first one definitely was uh, definitely mixed mixed feelings about that game. Uh, it wasn't like the other, other Final Fantasy games I enjoyed playing. Um, but 13 2 definitely uh, makes it more. Uh, people, cause people complain about linearity in the first one. It's too linear, not open enough. Second one is definitely more open. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, how it plays out towards the latter half, I uh, yeah, you might have mixed feelings <laughs> about that as well. So well, that's that's that. fun. Yeah, I, I I think I bought it with the intention of actually trying it out because I, I heard that it was better. But um, I just kept ended up playing Diablo three and then and then WoW and like Mr. Well, Pandora. Yeah, I mean, came there's out. another Final Fantasy thirteen. Anyway, there's mm -hmm. another one, another site coming out. Yeah, I'm not getting that one, though. Yeah, so. yeah, neither am I. But I, I think since we're starting to digress, I think this is a great point to thank you so much for coming on, Jage. It's been a lot of fun talking wizard with you. I, you, you see, I don't get to talk wizard a whole lot with uh, Brazia and Jen and Lantonio yeah. since... since None of us really play a wizard, you know. Yeah, well, Lantonio used to, but then he became a wizard hater. Oh. So. <laughs> oh hey, you can talk other you can talk other classes too. I do have a mountain demon hunter as well, and uh, a very strange barb. So yeah, if you want to talk those classes, I can I can talk I can uh, chip in for that as well. <laughs> well, may, may, maybe sometime down the road. But um, I I wanted to thank you, Jage, so much for coming on our show. Uh, I I've been really wanting to um, take our interview series and and get it back off of the ground, and I couldn't think of a better person to you know help reinvigorate that then somebody who plays a wizard and plays a wizard at a very high level so thank you so much it um is there anything that you want to plug like anywhere on the net that people can find you other than you know the diablo fan forums and the official forums if you still post there but is there anywhere that people can find you like your youtube channel or something like that 
Yeah, I do have a YouTube channel. Um, so, yeah, I mean, most often, I mean, it's just the official forums and Diablo fans that I'm most active in. Uh, just those two places, other than YouTube. I mean, I've only started getting uh, into YouTube in the last month or so. So I'm not. Sh I didn't, there aren't too many subscribers yet. I have like 140, I think, subscribers. So, I mean, you can go on YouTube. I mean, I don't mind. So. All right. Yeah. Well, I I would say everybody starts off small, and then you know something happens, and then boom, they're you know instant internet e fame. You know. Ah, my uh, ninja wizard thing. I did not expect that to go yeah, on the front page. Yeah, I, so. I, <laughs> I was just about to say, you know what? I completely forgot to congratulate you on, uh, on that being, pu you know, publicly posted on the, on an official Diablo fans or Diablo fans on the official Diablo blog site, Diablo yeah, Three. I, I had no idea that would happen. Did not, did not see that coming at all. <laughs> yeah, and it was, uh, we we all have Grimaku to thank for that because he was the one who posted the blog. Yep, yep. Oh, wait, uh, that was the second time, actually. The first time I had my, uh, my little urban dictionary on the Apple fans. That was also oh, right. I completely forgot the, about that. I, yeah, I forgot about that. So, wow. Twice, twice you've been, you've been promoted on the official Diablo site. So, congratulations. So you're already internet famous, then. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I, gotta, I, now I just gotta take it easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and not draw too much attention to yourself or something. I don't know, yeah. Be because you know ninjas—they—they—they they, they don't like to draw attention to themselves. No, no, not at all. No. <laughs> so thank you once again, Jage. And uh, wow, we're definitely going to have to release this as a separate episode, or well, not an episode, so to speak, but special audio. Because yeah, uh, yeah, I hope uh, I hope it turned out well because I I feel like my ro my voice is like cracking like the entire time because. I've, oh, I haven't noticed. Fine. You sound just fine. Don't worry. Yeah. So thank you, Jh, and uh, I, I will, I will provide you a link to the show when, once it's available. So thank you, everybody. This was, uh, you know, an all things wizard edition of Shattered Soulstone. Well, not not the official episode show. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Blame the red, red wine. Red, red wine. Hi, uh, it's great to be here. So, uh, thank you for the opportunity. Injun. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got noises outside my window. This was cool. Like, I don't know a lot about wizards, and now I know a whole lot more. So, I'm very happy that you came and shared all your knowledge with us. Great to be here. Thanks, Scott. Thanks a lot. This has been a presentation of Dawn Forge, copyright 2013. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.